Yeah, what's up? It's your boy Grizzly FOG, and you are now listening to the Ring Talk Podcast. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and holla at me at Twitter at Grizzly FOG. Also on Instagram at Grizzly Ray, SoundCloud.com forward slash Grizzly FOG. And listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are presented. Also on Anchor.fm forward slash Grizzly FOG. Ladies and gentlemen, another WrestleMania season has came and went. And now we get ready to prepare for WrestleMania Backlash. Yes, that's a real title. It is a real deal title. Next month's pay-per-view will not be Money in the Bank, but it will be WrestleMania Backlash. And, uh, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Grizzly FLG, host of Ring Talk. How are you doing out there today? Um... Thank you for listening. If you're listening on anchor.fm forward slash Grizzly FOG and soundcloud.com forward slash Grizzly FOG. Also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else this podcast may be. Um, Big, big week that just went by. Um, (coughs) Had a lot of wrestling. (coughs) I say that every podcast. You know, I, I say that every podcast, but this, but this week was, uh, man, it was a lot. It was a real, real lot of wrestling to go through. And this weekend had its great moments and it had, um, some subpar moments and whatnot have you, um, basically, you know, WrestleMania week was last week, uh, really kicked off on uh, Wednesday. We had night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Um, night two followed that on Thursday. Uh, Friday was SmackDown. Of course, they had Monday Night Raw earlier in the week. Um, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, both Raw and SmackDown were pre-taped. Um, obviously, NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver was live on both nights. Um, then we get into Saturday, WrestleMania Night 1. And Sunday, WrestleMania Night 2. And just last night had the self-proclaimed Raw after Mania. Uh, I'll get into that in a second. My thoughts on that. And, uh, you know, my thoughts aren't going to be that great. Um, It wasn't really one of the best Raw after Manias in recent memory. Definitely not. Um, You know, I'm not really surprised at all. Considering how um, the time is right now. In our country, um, we're still in the pandemic, still going through uh, COVID protocol and stuff like that. So I didn't really expect much um, from this uh, Monday Night Raw. But, man, you know, I at least expected better than what they did last night. A lot of changes, a lot of belts changed hands, a lot of newer stars being established. A lot of the older stars give away to the new stars. Uh, we had some uh, match changes. Um, we had some, you know, awkward uh, moments. Um, we had everything this past uh, week. So, 
I guess how I'm going to do this, I'm not really going to uh, review everything. I'm, I'm just going to give my tidbits and comments on what I thought about TakeOver and WrestleMania. And then I'll get into Monday Night Raw, review that, give my thoughts and opinions about that. And uh, uh, we'll just go from there. So <sighs> let me take a hit of the puff. Uh, the vape, you know, real quick. And uh, let's get into it. So first, obviously, um, we had Monday Night Raw. Uh, it was it was still okay Raw. Um, going into WrestleMania, um, some tell tell signs that was going to happen at WrestleMania. Uh, told me in that episode right away, um, especially with the uh, Raw Women's Championship uh, situation. Um, other things too, um, but you know it was it, it's you know the usual go home Raw, um, towards uh, WrestleMania and stuff like that. Night one and night two of Takeover Stand to Deliver. Um, I don't even. Uh, I don't even know which night I favored the most. I'm probably going to have to rewatch that whole event, night one and night two. Um, I was at work for both nights. I watched it while I was at work for both nights. Um, if I had to say which top three matches I would take from both night one and night two is standing to deliver, um, I think. Uh, one, two, three. Um, uh, I don't know if it's any, uh, in particular order. I, I guess I'll say particular order. Um, I guess, um, my third favorite match would be Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross for the NXT championship. Um, oh man, that, that was a heavy hitting match right there. Um, of course, Karrion Cross comes out as the new NXT champion, takes back what was his what he never lost basically was what he proclaimed and uh yeah new nxt champion um finn balor um obviously lost his championship um can't wait to see what they do tonight as you know uh if you're listening to this today april 13th this is a tuesday and this is the first tuesday that nxt will be live on USA and um, move to a new night. Um, so, you know, we don't have self-proclaimed Wednesday night wars anymore between NXT and AEW. Um, finally, we can watch these shows on separate nights. And I think that's a good move. Um, not only for, uh, for WWE, but I think it's a good move for the uh, wrestling uh, basically, wrestling community in general, um, you know, man, it's, it's just like every Thursday we just, or well, not we, I mean, I'm not part of that, but it seems like every Thursday people are just waiting for the head-to-head ratings to come out, and I just feel like that has been like a black stain on the wrestling community. And me, myself, um, I tend to enjoy watching uh, wrestling. I don't really tend to care about ratings unless it's stats you know like uh in any stats because stats are interesting to me you know 
stats are um really interesting and um I like to shout out J D from uh Retro uh Red Leaf Retrocast and um you know he, he uh basically um telling me stats and telling me all these uh like in ring times and um overall wrestling times man it is it's so interesting when you get into it um and when you uh really get into that side of uh reviewing uh wrestling and you know how, how you know tv time during the week how much time the men are getting how much time the women are getting uh, you know that's that's the stuff that interests me you know the most uh when people tend to break down these types of things and whatnot but as far as uh as far as ratings as far as ratings go i never really cared about head-to-head ratings i never really cared about demo ratings um i just tend to keep up with it um just to see how these shows are favoring on these nights you know especially wednesday night um when you have like typical programming obviously aews have been killing it in the rate in the uh, demos um it's been a few times where there's been head-to-head uh, ratings, right back and forth victories, but for most part, AEW, uh, I say they really locked down Wednesdays, and um, now they don't have to worry, or, or at least if they was worrying, they don't have to worry about another wrestling show being broadcast head-to-head against them on Wednesdays. They have a whole night to themselves now, and uh, yeah, uh, I think this is like the first time um, as a wrestling fan, really seeing wrestling on all weekday nights. You know, you got Monday Night Raw on Monday. Um, Dark Elevation is now on Mondays. And then you Tuesdays, you have AEW Dark. And then uh, NXT Wednesdays, this is AEW Dynamite Thursday. If you watch that, it's Impact Wrestling. Uh, then Friday, you have SmackDown. And then uh, you have whatever you have on uh the weekdays i mean not weekdays the weekend excuse me um if, if it's as far as like pay-per-views and stuff goes so <clears throat> that 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 tidbit is uh you know interesting um like i said going back to these uh my top 3 matches for these both nights <clears throat> excuse me um like i said number 3 Finn Balor carrying across uh number 2 i would say would be EO versus Raquel Gonzalez for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. And uh, we have a new winner out of that, as well as Raquel takes the NXT Women's Championship off of EO Shirai. EO had one hell of a reign with the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, some say CEC had the, the greatest NXT Women's Championship reign of all time. Some of the greatest NXT women's wrestler of all time. Um, I mean, hey, I don't see anything wrong with saying that. You know, I still think that Oscar still had uh, the best uh, women's championship reign out of uh, anyone in NXT. I feel like, you know, that will never be eclipsed um, as, as far as what she did, as far as what, you know, she did with that NXT women's championship. Um of course, you you know you have Shayna Baszler, first two-time uh, NXT Women's Champion, um, has the most days as far as combined reigns. Oscar has the most days as far as 
uh, one ring goes. But Io Shirai definitely showed out with uh, the NXT Women's Championship. Definitely had her matches and definitely had her moments with it. And uh, I guess it's time to put in uh, somebody new at the at the wheel. You know, Raquel's new champion. Um, expecting to see what she does with it. Hopefully, it's uh, it'll be a good reign. Hopefully, um, you know, I, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really grown accustomed to Raquel yet, but I guess eventually I, I will. We'll see how that ring goes, and uh, we'll see what they'll do starting tonight. Um, number one match, obviously, I have um, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. Man, that match was crazy. They wouldn't legend. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I really... Really enjoyed that match. Um, uh, I'll go back and watch it again. Um, I probably either Wednesday or Thursday, but and man, they uh, I don't know. They, they they just showed out in that match. It was crazy from beginning to end. And uh, man, I, they they just did the damn thing. It was so wild. Um, <clears throat> those are my uh, three favorite matches from uh, Takeover, and. Uh, it seems to be, you know, a new era in NXT. It feels like started tonight. Obviously, new night. You know, we got new talents as uh, NXT champions. South the MSK. MSK won the vacant NXT tag titles. Um, can't wait to see what they do with those. Um, I forgot what matches are set for tonight. So, you have to excuse me on that. Um... But yeah, you know it's 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 a it's a good night. We have a debut tonight in Frankie Monet, aka Taya Valkyrie. Can't wait to see what Taya does in NXT. Um, <clears throat> got a lot. You got you got, got a crop of talent that's coming in soon. Uh, also, you know, like talent like uh, uh Sari, who's now Saray. You know, she's uh coming soon. Um, you got multiple uh talent that uh the WWE sign um, and now they're in the performance center uh, getting ready for uh, debuts and stuff like that so seems to be an exciting time uh, for NXT um, Wrestlemania Wrestlemania I enjoy uh, I kind of you know I enjoy Wrestlemania you know this uh, this past weekend man um it's a, it's a lot of lot of you know complaints that I could I could have, camera cuts being one of them. I don't know what type of camera they was using this uh, weekend, but uh, man, the camera cuts was all over the place, and, and apparently uh, it was too much for like Lance Storm. He had to cut off the uh, the main event of night two because there was so many camera cuts and it was so nauseating, and I understand him completely you know like them camera cuts are crazy you know they i, I feel like they got to cut back on that like can somebody just grab kevin dunn to the side and be like look you can't be doing these camera cuts all the damn time and you have like 13 camera cuts in a sequence of 60 seconds or less and it's uh it's crazy you know it is wow you know um it is crazy a lot of stuff that went on night one a lot of stuff that went on night two. Um, 
I f- if I say uh, favorite matches from uh, night one, uh, I say uh, I say third will be uh, Bobby Lashley uh, versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I say number two, my second favorite match from that night, um, The Miz and Morrison versus uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Talk about a celebrity sewing out, proving everybody wrong. Man, Bad Bunny stepped up, did the thing. He trained. He, you know, even moved to Florida, to Orlando, I guess. If I'm not mistaken, had a rental property in Orlando. He moved, and he took this whole thing seriously. And, man, I could could never be more proud of of Bad Bunny doing that. And uh, I think he's one of the greatest celebrity wrestlers that came through in in such a long time. I mean, you have... uh, yeah, multiple people just like as celebrities just come through and wrestling, and then they just you know come in there just for um, you know the big stage like WrestleMania or something else, and he just make that appearance and uh, just go on. But Bad Bunny uh, just started at the Royal Rumble and it turned into something that was great. You know, former twenty four seven champion, uh, dude that respects the business. You know, even said it himself, and he showed how and why he respects the business so much. And um, and that was a great song by Bad Bunny. You know, obviously, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest won the match. Man, you know, Bad Bunny, I hope he comes back in WWE. I hope he does. Um, you know, does some more wrestling again. Um, seems to be that his time in the WWE is currently over as of right now uh during night two they sold a uh a promo with uh triple h and uh basically telling them yeah you know you, you done your thing at wrestlemania but now it's time to do what you do best and uh handing him a briefcase and uh, bad bunny thinks him. bad bunny gets on his trademark semi truck opens the briefcase and this uh, microphone in there and that leads to the announcement of Bad Bunny's 2022 tour. Um, so, you know, Bad Bunny he has his 2022 tour coming up. Um, and, yeah, you know. Um, so it's, it's it'll be interesting to see if before then he'll come back in WWE and uh, do some things. Um, but I guess for right now he's going to prepare for that 2022 tour and stuff like that. I would not be mad. To see him back in WWE, I, w- I, w- I would be glad to see him back there. He he sold out. He definitely sold out, and uh, he loved every minute of it. You could tell. Um, number one match, obviously, you know, I got to give it to my girls, man. Uh, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. You know, this was history. You know, I don't care what anybody says. This was. Not only history, but this was black history in the making, you know, to see two African-American female wrestlers main event of WrestleMania is so significant. You know, it's awesome to see. And I'm glad that it happened. I'm truly glad that it happened. People pushed for this to happen and they delivered most definitely. They definitely delivered. Oh man, like the, the some of the spots in the match, like uh, Bianca just lifted Sasha, throwing her um, into the ring. Um, 
the hair whip. I don't know what's in Bianca's hair, but Jesus Christ, that hair whip was like one of the loudest whips I ever heard in my life. And uh, man, I'm telling you, them girls did the thing that night. Bianca Belair, a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, Couldn't be more proud for her. She did what she had to do at the Royal Rumble. Um, Joe Sasha Banks, he was like, yeah, it's go time. They got the main event. They sold out, and they it was worth every penny. You know, yeah, it, it, I bet it was worth every penny. So, uh, kudos to both of those girls. Um, definitely um, doing the damn thing, um, and they, you know, they delivered. They 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 definitely delivered. So, you know, that's that's my favorite match from night one, and it's probably my favorite match out of all the matches this WrestleMania weekend, in my opinion. Um, Night two, night two, uh, I favored less than night one. Uh, night two got off, in my opinion, to a rough start. That Fiend and the uh, Randy Orton match, uh, I guess they decided to make a decision on the fly, not have the Fiend go over, decided to uh, have Alexa Bliss distract the Fiend. And that was enough time for Randy Orton to hit the RKO. And pin the fiend. He defeats the fiend, and uh, that storyline is over. Um, after that, you know the fiend and Alexa Bliss. They just did. They stare, and then the lights go off, and then the lights go back on, and they're all gone. They disappear. Um, I don't understand. If if you see of of, I'm pretty sure four squares make up a box, right? I don't understand how or why they had so much difficulty trying to figure out if it if the structure that Alexa Bliss or the Fiend was in was a a box. They literally called it a box like structure. And I was just like, dude, I'm I'm watching this and I'm just looking like that's a box. That's that's it's a jack in the box figure. Literally. Literally. How are you calling it a box like structure? Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, when I too got off to a rough start, but it caught us footing. Um, I say my three favorite matches. Number three, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, obviously, I wanted my girl Asuka to retain. You know me. But, you know, Rhea Ripley came in, uh, said what she said, did what she did, and got the Raw Women's Championship off of Asuka. So, uh, new champions, you know, Bianca and Rhea, both seen them in the Royal Rumble. Both are self-proclaimed as the future of the women's division. Both of them get the respective titles, and it's like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, Oscar, um, I'm still proud of Oscar at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm still proud. I, I like I said to, uh, like I said on IG Live, I was on IG Live after night two when I got back home um, from my boy's place. And I, I was telling him, I'm like, if you had the same reign that Oscar had, then you put it on somebody else. The booking, the the mess, the everything. I do not think nobody else could have did well with that than Oscar did. It's you know I felt like Oscar did everything with that belt that she could possibly do, um, and that's with both reigns you know, um, 
uh, I mean, look, it, it was just going from Jump Street, basically. It was, it was just going from Jump Street when she got that belt from Becky Lynch. Um, the first reign, <sighs> um, it was right in the there. It was it was a telltale sign. I was like, yeah, this is not going to go good. They're not going to stand by her fully. And um, they don't know what they have, in my opinion. They do not know what they have. And, uh, you know, she lost the belt um, on Monday Night Raw. Um, obviously, that was uh, when Nakari had the injury angle and stuff like that. And they put her through the uh, the uh, revenge angle, got it back at SummerSlam, beat Sasha Banks for it. And, uh, you know, they just didn't want to. I feel like they just didn't want to stand by Asuka through it. They just put the belt on her because one of their top stars had to go away. Then you have Charlotte Flair with an injury. And then uh, you don't really have nobody in the Raw Women's Division. And they could have corrected. I felt like they could have rectified that. They could have corrected it with the WWE draft. But I guess they didn't want to do it. They don't really have anybody that could be on par with Asuka in the Raw Women's Division. I mean, look, you got Shayna Baszler. And I guess Nia Jax, but they are both holding the women's tag team championship. Um, and then uh, at at least somebody like Naomi could have got a shot, in my opinion. You know, like I felt like Naomi is established enough to uh, run with Oscar at least. You know, like give Oscar a good storyline, but I guess not. Um, so, I mean. Looking back on that reign, um, challengers basically, you know, they didn't really. I feel like I feel like they didn't really compare. I mean, look, you had Mickey James, Zelina Vega, Lana. Um, you know, it, it just you know fell flat. Basically, you know, they just they didn't want to book her correctly, and it showed. But she did everything she could with that title. Um, like I, I, I told myself, I was like, I didn't care if she retained or I didn't care if Rhea won. I wasn't going to be mad at the result either way. Um, I wouldn't be mad if Oscar retained because, well, you know, she gets a WrestleMania moment. She gets a WrestleMania win. That's, you know, at least, you know, a good thing for her. You know, if she's, she's 0-4 at WrestleMania now with that loss. Um, do I feel like it's important for her to get that? WrestleMania win, yes and no. Um, I feel like it is because that further cements her legacy, but no, because her legacy is already cemented in WWE, in my opinion. She already did everything you could basically do as a, a woman, a woman in uh, WWE. I mean, won every title, uh, multiple reigns, won the inaugural Women's Royal Rumble match, won the Money in the Bank briefcase. Um, double champion, you know, stuff like that, you know, longest NXT women's champion, uh, longest reigning champion, um, as far as days go currently, um, a complete iron woman. I think she wrestled the most matches in the WWE last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, basically ends up Every year with a belt, you know, see, I think this is her 
I think this is her third consecutive year going, well, leaving a, a year with a belt and going into the year with a belt. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is it's either her second consecutive year or the third consecutive year uh, having a belt and tr- transitioning into the new year with that said belt as champion. Um, her legacy is already submitted, basically. I feel like she's going to be a, a, a Hall of Famer for sure uh, when it comes down to it. I mean, I don't feel like they they didn't rank her number five on the 50 greatest WWE women list for no reason. But, you know, I know then again, that's the list. Yeah, yeah, Grizz. Uh, blah, 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 stuff like that. But, uh, uh, I mean, this was, you know, let's be real. This was a frustrating-ass reign as an Oscar fan watching this whole thing go down. Um, and I'm glad that it's over. Now we can at least try to do something with Oscar. now, try to refresh her character, probably turn her heel. She's basically like the only major women face in WWE as far as Raw goes. You know, I'm not, you know, forgetting Sasha. I'm not forgetting Bianca. Um, you know, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, she's been the only major face on Monday Night Raw. She's been carrying that Raw women's division for so long. And um, I just want to see her. Uh, get her shine, get her flowers, get her respect. That's all. I feel like she is. I'm not one of those people who is saying that she is buried. Uh, you know, there is a lot of people who's, who just sit up and say that Oscar's buried. I don't see that at all. I just see that she's badly booked. They're not booking her correctly. But, you know, that's not the same thing. You know, that's being booked bad and being buried is not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Um... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people who's saying that she's getting buried or anything. And, uh, you know, just looking at Twitter, looking at some of the uh, some replies, people just saying, you know, anything, you know, saying WWE's racist. And um, they said that, you know, they say what they want to say, basically. Uh, I mean, people took it seriously to a point where, where it was one person, apparently, that uh, cut themselves uh, or, or something like, you know. I, I just it's it's uh it's it's crazy basically. Um I feel like I mean there were nobody else, you know, like you could have said Naomi or you could have said Charlotte, but Charlotte taking off the WrestleMania card. Um C was basically uh out with COVID. He got C tested positive for COVID, he went under COVID protocol and quarantine and she was removed from the WrestleMania card, and then you have Naomi, who's in the, the tag team with Lana, and they were in the tag team turmoil match that was in night one of WrestleMania. So, you know, you can't do Naomi. So, um, I mean, this was basically prime opportunity uh, for WWE to take the belt off of Oscar finally and give it to somebody new, give it to somebody fresh, give it to somebody um, that will hopefully. You know, give the Raw Women's Championship um, a good time, basically. You know, uh, still have to see what the future holds for Rhea Ripley. Hopefully, they just don't, you know, feed her to Charlotte. Uh, you know, like have have the short reigner, have the belt for like a short reign, and 
just get the belt to Charlotte and like make it seem like what they want to do all along. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens in the future. So that's my that's my first, third favorite match. I uh, say of uh, night two. Uh, I say the second favorite match. I kind of enjoyed uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Um, that was a good match there. Of course, he had Logan Paul. Sami Zayn had Logan Paul with him as a special guest. Um, Kevin Owens comes out as the victor of the match. Uh, Logan Paul tries to give respect to Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn uh, just berates him, and Logan ends up pushing Sami and uh, stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, Kevin Owens seems like he was going to give respect to Logan, but ends up giving him a stunner. And, yeah, so I say that's my second favorite match of night two. Obviously, my favorite match of night two was the triple threat at the main event, which pitted Roman Reigns, the WWE Universal Champion, against Edge, the Royal Rumble winner, against Daniel Bryan. And, of course, we had to have some Jey Uso sprinkled in. Why? Because this is a triple threat match and no disqualifications, obviously, are in a triple threat match. So, you know, this has kind of been, a, you know, it's kind of been the the running hold, you know, the running gag, I guess, with uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso and stuff like that. Obviously, Jey is going to protect his cousin at all costs and Every time he seems to protect his cousin at all costs, it just ends up failing. Like, he ends up getting chair shots or ends up just uh, not going good for him. But Roman asserted his dominance in that match, just pinned both of them, laid Edge on top of Daniel Bryan, and proceeded to take the pin. One, two, three. He retains the Universal Championship. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that outcome. I would prefer to see Edge win. Um, obviously, the kid and me would prefer to see Edge win, but Roman Reigns, dominant, you know, probably the most dominant figure in uh, WWE today. So, you know, it, it's like that. Um, those are my top three from night two. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of belts went changing on night two. Somebody had to retain, and it was going to be Roman Reigns at the end of the day. I had Oscar retaining. I had... Roman uh, giving up his belt, but uh, of course, I knew deep down that he was going to take the belt off of Asuka. He was going to have Roman retain, most likely. Um, Big E lost his belt to Apollo Crews in the Intercontinental Championship. Riddle lost his belt to Sheamus, United States Championship. Um, New Day lost their belts to AJ and Omos, which apparently they weren't on Monday Night Raw for some reason. Um, I would at least like to see an appearance by them on Monday Night Raw, them being the new Raw women, um, excuse me, Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, but apparently not. I mean, you know, apparently they weren't on Monday Night Raw at all. Um, but yeah, a lot of belts went changing on night two, um, and stuff like that, you know. So that's how it is, WrestleMania. Um, as far as my opinions on WrestleMania, do I think they should keep the night? You know, two night format. Yeah, I think so. I think it was a good. If it was an experiment, I think it was a great experiment. Um, it's easier to digest these nights um, instead of just one whole day where we have an early ass pre show followed by like a five six hour uh, main card show, and it's like at the end of Monday night you're just drained. You just drain from like watching this whole thing go down and, and you just drain and off of wrestling you just don't want to watch wrestling for the most of the week 
So doing these uh, these night one and night two format is, is great. Do I expect them to go back to night one format? Just I have one full night next year. Most likely I do. I think they'll probably abandon the whole night one, night two format. But we'll see, you know, if they favor the whole two night format over just the whole one day format um, and stuff like that. So uh, this is the dreaded part of the podcast where I have to go ahead and actually review a show. That show being Monday Night Raw. Now, we all know this is one of the biggest Raws of the year. The Raw after WrestleMania. You know, everybody talks about it. Everybody's waiting for it. Everybody expects it. You know, everybody expects a lot out of it. Surprises, returns, uh, championships, probably changing hands, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, you know, everybody's just expecting a whole lot from the Raw after WrestleMania is an important Monday Night Raw, one of the most important Monday Night Raws of the year. It, it signals a new season for WWE. It signals where and how these wrestlers are going to be uh, from this point forward and all that good stuff. And I'm here to tell you it is not good. It, this has been one of the Worst Raw after WrestleManias that I've seen. Not, you know, not a lot going for it. And like I, you know, kind of say earlier, I mean, maybe it's because of the COVID um, pandemic that we're in right now. You know, we don't have any crowds. You don't have any fans there inside the arena. Um, WWE did move to a new arena. They moved from Tropicana Field. If you didn't know, home of the Tampa Bay Rays of Major League Baseball, they moved from there to the University of South Florida at the good old Yingwing Center. Uh, good beer. Good beer, I say, you know. So they moved to the Yingling Center, um, which is on the University of South Florida campus. And uh, new stage, um, new stage for Monday Night Raw. I don't know if it'll be the same stage for SmackDown, but I, I like the new stage. It, it looks good. It looks cool. You know, um, same setup for the Thunderdome. You know, not nothing too new. Only new thing is the stage. Um, but you know, everything else just you know looks like that Thunderdome format and stuff like that. Um, so we start Monday Night Raw with the WWE Champion. Bobby Lashley walking into the arena, dapping everybody up, signing the autograph, stuff like that. Then Riddle comes through on his signature scooter, um, you know, congratulating Lashley on his win. But he he says he wants to challenge Bobby Lashley to a match tonight. Lashley's like, look, you're not, you know, you're not getting the title side. You know, I mean, I only fight the best of the best. I went to war with Drew McIntyre, and uh, I'm not going to face anybody. That's that's less of Drew McIntyre. I want top tier talent. I don't want no mid Carter talent, basically, and um, stuff like that. I mean, Riddle, you know, he goes on to say whatever, you know, about Lastly, you know, says that well, you're supposed to be a fighting champion, blah blah blah, all that bullshit, um, and it just pisses Lastly off to the point where he just uh, 
attacks him and be like, all right, well, you want a shot, you get the shot. So that is the match that kicks off Monday Night Raw. Um, if you notice something while watching Monday Night Raw, you will notice that they had a new commentary team. Uh, Corey Graves comes from Friday Night SmackDown, leaving his seat um, from uh, Michael Cole. Decides to go to Monday Night Raw. Well, actually not decide to go, but he's he moved to Monday Night Raw. He was moved to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Byron Saxon remains on the commentary team. And new commentator, Adnan Verk, joins the crew. Uh, if you never heard of Adnan Verk, he is a sports commentator himself. He used to work for ESPN, the commentary for MLB Network, um, and all that good stuff. Uh, Samoa Joe is not with the raw commentary team um i don't know if he will be going to smackdown i don't know if he will be preparing to go back into the ring to wrestle again uh i don't know what they are doing with him so uh yep new commentary team adding in Verk. um uh just somebody i had to get used to i think um working on the commentary uh working on his presentation all that good stuff. I think he'll be a good fit for Monday Night Raw being the play-by-play uh, commentator going forward. Uh, like I said, he just had to work on uh, commentary. You know, he, he he's kind of uh, he was kind of out there um, in the dark, basically. And uh, basically, uh, good job by Corey Graves and Byron for guiding him on commentary and um, stuff like that. I mean, there was a few moments where. Of course, he was uh, uh, messy out there in the woods, especially during uh, the match, the tag team match that pitted uh, Cedric Alexander and Selton Benjamin against the Viking Raiders who returned um, tonight. Well, actually last night, excuse me. Um, And uh, just getting Eric and Ivar's names uh, mixed up. I mean, he's a baseball commander, so um, he naturally... Uh, called Eric and Ivar, Eric Ibar, which I, I, somebody pointed out and made the joke on Twitter. You know, former baseball player Eric Ibar, and uh, you know that was that was kind of funny. But not only that, you know, you just messed up on uh, names. Like he was calling the Viking Raiders Viking Experience and, and uh, blah 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 stuff like that. But uh, he just has to work on. Uh, he just has to work on a few things. Um, people say, well, you know, this will basically determine uh if vince is really putting bugs in these uh producers ears and stuff like that you know how raw and smackdown and commentary you know how basic wwe commentary in general goes you know it's not just them freelancing on commentary you know they have an earpiece the so they're they're being told some things to say and to mention and stuff like that but uh yeah lastly versus riddle um, they did their thing. Um, you know, I mean, what do you expect? It's, it's lastly in Riddle. <laughs> you know, um, they did they did a lot of things. Um, in that match, lastly asserting his uh, dominance, uh, Riddle getting himself some, but uh, at the end of the day, lastly keeps his title. Uh, he retains his WWE championship by the Hurt Lock. Um, the same Hurt Lock that submitted drew mcintyre at wrestlemania obviously and uh yeah you know 
that's that's the first match. Um, Rhea cuts a promo after that. You know, she gets an interview with uh, Kevin Patrick and uh, stuff like that. I mean, uh, she says he's more confident than ever. You know, that confidence as she self-proclaims uh, led her to beat Asuka at WrestleMania and led her to win the Raw Women's Championship. So we get that from uh, Rhea Ripley, the new Raw Women's Champion. Um, obviously, Asuka gets her interview and, uh, you know, she goes on to say whatever she says. She goes on to say, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm going to tell everybody that I will be the the next Raw Women's Champion. I'm going to get my belt back. You know, all the general stuff you expect Oscar to say. Um, stuff like that. Um, next match, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander versus the Viking Raiders. Um, this was a bright spot, in my opinion, um, as far as Raw goes. Um, definitely um, seeing the Viking Raiders back for, like, it seems like eternity. You know, um, seeing them wrestle again uh, in tag team action, and it was great. Like I said, uh, this was this was kind of like a you know thing where uh, we see uh, Verk kind of mess up on commentary, you know, with the different names and stuff like that. But you know, yeah, I mean, what do you expect? It's all good. It's, it's the first night. Um, I feel like people should be lenient, you know, on uh on you know Verk for right now, giving him a couple of raws to get used to it, and uh, then critique on what you feel um, he should do to get better or what what he should do to uh, improve and stuff like that. But yeah, um, obviously, um, Viking Raiders hit the Viking experience on both. Well, actually not both, but they hit on Cedric Alexander to get the win. Um, good, good, good seeing them back. Good seeing them back. Um, really great. Another bright spot in this Monday Night Raw, and I, I really have to get into this. I really have to get into this. Now, everything after this, I'm probably just going to spew results and then touch on uh, what I feel was good and was bad because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cut for time here but I feel like this was the brightest spot of the night now you know me being an Oscar fan you know me you know just being a fan in wrestling in gym uh, the Charlotte Flair effect man super Charlotte whatever you want to call her you know I uh, I have my my good moments for Charlotte and I have my bad moments for Charlotte and then uh, Charlotte literally gave me nightmares back in 2018 uh, after that WrestleMania win. And I was just like, ugh. But Charlotte really showed out tonight. She cut a f- damn promo. A damn good promo. Um, now, we all talk about Charlotte Flair getting opportunities. It seems like she's getting handed opportunities each and every time she comes back or each and every time there's an opportunity that arises and and stuff like that. And, you know, she's getting to the point where she's tired of hearing it. She's tired of, of hearing everybody say, well, you get handed opportunities all the time, blah, 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 and stuff like that. Basically, she says she can't help 
that she's good. She can't help that she's one of the best. You know, she talks about everything um, in this promo. Like, she just lays it in there. She, she, saw, she says, like, it wasn't my fault that Oscar needed a tag team partner. Or it wasn't her fault that her dad was on Legends Night just acting like a, a, a damn fool or whatever. And, um, you know, it wasn't her fault that Lacey got pregnant and she couldn't get that moment to fight her in the ring, you know. Um, she said, uh, I mean, and this was one of the problems I had with the, uh, the promo, but she said that she challenged Asuka for a title match at WrestleMania and she didn't respond. But when Rhea came to challenge Asuka, she accepted. Well, obviously Asuka couldn't accept your challenge. Why? A week before then, she literally got her teeth kicked out and got concussed by Cena Baszler. And she was at home probably not even thinking about wrestling right now. She probably couldn't even think straight. And she's not going to go there and be like, yeah, I accept, blah, 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 all that good stuff. And what's it matter anyway? Because she, Charlotte was left off the WrestleMania card. Anyway, tested positive for COVID and had to quarantine. And basically, WWE's like, well, she's not going to be on the card this year. She's not going to have a match this year. It's like the first time in, what, five years that she didn't have a match. And, yeah, I mean, that that's one part, obviously, I had a problem with. You know, I was like, well, I mean, she couldn't accept. I mean, what, you know, what do you want her to do? I mean, you see that uh, Ripley was out there. You could have went the final week and be like, well, I want to end this match. I want to be in this match. I bet you. If she did that, I bet you 100% that Vince would be like, you know what? You're in the match. And it would have been a triple threat match. I bet you 100%. But, uh, I mean, that's my opinion, you know. Um, she did a whole control this. You know, control by Kendrick Lamar. Remember how that song came out and how that just, like, put a fucking rap game on notice? And everybody was like, whoa, you know, listening to all those names, all those rappers and stuff like that. She basically had her own version of Kendrick's control this this naming superstars in the women's division and just straight up says all of you do not compare to me. None of you compare to me. And finally she just goes and dislikes I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity and man that was one hell of a promo i really liked that promo of course i was like oh, charlotte i mean look we said we heard the damn same thing all the time but we're looking back on that was one hell of a promo dude that was one hell of a promo and uh yeah we, we go into a bright spot of monday night raw then we go into a dark spot of monday night raw because this match Asuka versus rhea ripley rematch for the raw women's championship I'm here to tell you that wasn't um, a good match in the slightest. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. They, you know, they had only so much time to work with in that WrestleMania match. And, uh, you know, people saying, well, you know, I guess they didn't really get to do what they wanted to do in that WrestleMania match. Well, we got the rematch on Monday Night Raw. Almost went 12 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, yeah, 
we had uh we had some problems in that match, man. I'm, I'm telling you right here, right now. Um, Rhea and Oscar, I guess, not on the same page at all. Not with you know they don't have the chemistry. They don't have something because, man, that match was rough. That that match was rough. I mean, it had its moments, but that match was rough. I believe. Um, man, Ripley was just gas, man. She just got gassed during the uh, the nitty gritty of the match. You know, like she just got gassed. I think what was it? One moment where she had Oscar on her shoulders. She tried to get up, but um, it's just like her body gave out on her and uh, stuff like that. I think Oscar tried to get on. The tie broke. She tried to do a missile drop kick, but missed. I don't remember if it was that match or the WrestleMania match, but I think it was, I think it was this match. You know, um, yeah. She tried to go for the um, missile drop kick, and it just missed. Um, it was. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but man, it was, they just not on the same page. It just wasn't on the same page. I think. Uh, I think Oscar was trying to give Rhea a lot in that match, but. I think uh, Rhea was basically uh, now on the same page. Uh, she was definitely gassed in that match, and I just I don't know. It's it's so crucial. I said this on Twitter. It's going to be crucial for Rhea. Um, the the night she has the the Raw Women's Championship, the night she debuts with the Raw Women's Championship, and potentially has a rematch for the Raw Women's Championship, and. Uh, Man, I don't, I don't know. Um, this match ended in a no contest. Charlotte Flair comes out, attacks both Asuka and Rhea, and uh, she stakes her claim. She asserts her dominance, and this is a new Charlotte Flair that we are apparently seeing. So, you know, uh, I expect a triple threat at WrestleMania Backlash uh, for the World Women's Championship. Um that's what that's what I'm expecting. I don't know what they're going to do to build this up. I mean, we got four weeks, four of the five weeks to build this up, and hopefully they'll do something. Um, you know, they'll they'll do something that's good. Um, hopefully Rhea can uh, can get it together. Um, I mean, this wasn't really one of Oscar's good showings either. Um, but hopefully Rhea can get it together. Uh, being the Raw Women's Champion, and uh, yeah, man, 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 man. Uh, <laughs> rest of this Raw, man, was crazy. Uh, we had the Miz, John Morrison, the Miz TV, of course, with the Miz's wife Maurice. Damian Priest comes out after the Miz says whatever about Bad Bunny. Uh, then we have a two versus one handicap match, which the Miz wins uh, by distraction. Got his his pants around his damn ankles. Ends up tripping Maurice on the damn stage. <laughs> um, then we cut to Nia Jax and Santa Baszler looking at a replay of of uh, Mandy Rose sliding and falling on the ramp at WrestleMania. Obviously, if you didn't know, it was raining on Saturday night one and uh they had some weather delays and uh stuff like that so of course you got some moisture some um some uh rain on the on the ramp and uh unfortunately mandy was a casualty of that you know she slipped on the ramp so they just back there looking at the replay and um just making fun of 
uh, Mandy Rose, and apparently Nia gets by herself. Mandy approaches her, um, says whatever to her, slaps her, and then uh, Danny Brooke comes in with the tag team, puts Nia into a cart, and uh, uh, that's how we get that tag team match, Mandy and Dana against Nia and Shayna. So, we get that match, but that will come later. Alexa Bliss apparently is now by herself. Um, I guess they broke her away from The Fiend. Um, sees her own dark character. She has a new friend, new puppet named Lily. And uh, everything's crazy with Alexa Bliss. So, I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't know. Don't ask me about that. Um, yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I, I, I just don't have words for that. <sighs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was a rough one. Um, Nijax, Sandy Baser, Mandy, and Dana. They come out to the ring, do the match. Um, Nia gets in the ring and trips, which I thought was funny. I thought it was just like a occurrence. That, that happened. I thought she actually tripped or something. So that was that was funny. Um, they get into the tag team match. They do their thing. Um, Nia gets out of uh, the ring. She's basically outside the ring. And uh, she goes to try to climb back up the ring. And she slips on the apron. And you have Mandy and Dana laughing and blah, 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 stuff like that. Apparently... Naya is cursed now with uh, some sor- some sort of uh, curse of slipping, and I, 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 that's that's another dark spot in Monday Night. I, I I just didn't get that. I just didn't get why they did that. You know, it's it's, it's like another one of her gimmicks now. You know, she had the my whole gimmick after whatever happened with Lana, and now you have this. You, you know, I just didn't get why they did it, and I really don't get why. They decided to have Mandy and Dana just count themselves out of the match. They just decided to flee back to the stage when Nia finally gets in the ring. You know, you know obviously she's upset, but you know they was like, you know what, it's not worth it to fight them anymore. The ref counts them out, and they—that's it. I just don't get why they did that finish. If I, I just don't understand it. I, I I I just don't understand why. I, I I just don't understand it. What I mean, what what the hell is gonna happen next week? I mean, yeah. MVP comes out, cuts a promo about Bobby Lashley. Obviously, Drew McIntyre comes out, says he wants another shot. Braun comes out, says, "No, Drew, you have to get back to the line. You already had the shot." I deserve my shot now. Randy comes out. He says now that he put whatever in the past, you know, with the Fiend and stuff, he can now focus on becoming a WWE champion again. Adam Pierce comes out. He's like, you know what? I have the perfect plan. A triple threat match, main event. The winner goes to WrestleMania Backlash to challenge Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. And that is our main event of the evening. And uh, yeah. Yep. Um, then we have uh, the New Day versus 
Elias and Jackson Riker. Um, New Day comes out in the reps. Elias and Jackson um, making fun of them. Talk about they got beat up by one man, which is Braun Strowman, who they tried to help Shane McMahon out in that steel cage match at WrestleMania. Um, then Elias calls out Xavier on his hypocrisy or whatever, how you say that word. Um, saying that they got defeated by AJ almost, which they did. You know, we didn't forget and stuff like that. So that was, that was a nice call out. But they completely ignored that fact, you know, the new day. Um, you know, and they did a good job ignoring that fact. You know, they, they tapped into some comedy and, and it worked out well. But uh, the New Day and uh, Elias and Jackson Riker ended up having a match. And obviously, you know that the New Day won that match. I'm not going, you know, be around. I mean, if you expect Elias and Jackson to win that match, I don't know what to tell you. So New Day won that match um, and stuff like that. Randy Orton and uh, Drew and... Braun again ready for their match. And then we have uh basically Bray Wyatt come to the Firefly Funhouse and he basically proclaims that it's a new season, it's a new character, everything's new, brand new, all that good stuff. You know, that that's that's sort of review of that. You know, he's in his uh Bray Wyatt character, no fiend uh appearance or anything like that and stuff like that. You know, um he, he he took us to church, you know. They they had some they had some the gospel music playing in the background. I was I was, was getting the sermon and everything. I was I was like, you know, man, if I catch him in the church one time, you might have to send him up stage, you know, to preach one time and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, he took us to church at the end of the promo, and that was that. Of course, he had the number one contenders triple threat match. That was the main event. Um, that was uh. I say I guess that was one of the bright spots in, in that main event. The finish was interesting. Um, Orton finally gets Braun with the RKO. He tries to make the cover, but Drew comes in with a Claymore kick and steals Orton's pin and pins Braun Strowman. Or actually, no, never mind. He pins uh, Randy Orton, excuse me. To become the number one contender. So we're going to run back Lastly versus Drew one more time at WrestleMania Backlash. Um right now I would like to apologize for my mundane review of Monday Night Raw. But I gotta tell you here, I gotta tell you now. Boy, something's gotta change. <laughs> something's gotta change. Um not a lot happened tonight. Not at least a lot of like surprises and uh, stuff like that. And uh, you know, not a lot happened tonight. You know, um, like I said, I think the brightest spot tonight was Charlotte and her promo and proclaiming the new Charlotte. She came out scorching hot. Um, she she hit it out the park tonight. Uh, I gotta give my kudos to her. Viking Raiders returning. That was awesome to see. Um, the main event was was dope. Uh, I I like the main event. That was that was dope. Um, bad spots of the night. Uh, obviously Nia Jax slipping everywhere. Didn't no. I I just did not like that. Did not like that at all. Um, 
uh, Rhea Ripley and Asuka, you know, they put on a, a mediocre match. You don't really get mediocre matches from either Rhea or, or Asuka, at least from what I've seen from Rhea being in NXT, and especially Asuka uh, being the person of her cali- caliber and the, the abilities that she has, being one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. I mean, you can't win them all. You can't have great matches all the time. Um, uh, like I said, vertical commentary, just had to get used to it. Um, he'll, he will come into his own. Um, I think sooner rather than later, he sounds like a sports commentator tonight. Well, you know, the, you know, but he, he sounds like a sports commentator, but when WWE finally gets him, um, used and accustomed to commentary, WWE style, then I think he'll come into his own um, as a commentator, as a play, as 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 a play-by-play commentator, um, and stuff like that. And with uh, Corey and Byron helping him out, I, I'm pretty sure he'll he'll come into his own. Uh, I have no worries about Verk. Um, he'll do great, hopefully, um, and stuff like that. Um, right now, this is the part of the podcast where. You can either stomach this and just, you know, take it and, you know, thank me for the opinions that you just heard or just take that men in black flashlight to your eyes. Act like you never seen or heard this podcast. Um, This is like a once in a lifetime podcast. I probably won't even do a raw review anymore unless it's very important. I know and I mean, I'll just do highlights you know, and tidbits of it, but this is a rare podcast and you have just listened to a rare podcast, my guy or my lady or whoever you are. Um, yeah. Um, I suffer through Monday night raw. So you can just listen to me talk about it and be either amused or be either angry or whatever have you. Um, this has been one hell of a weekend, uh, one hell of a past week. Um, a lot of wrestling, you know, sometimes we just have to take breaks and I might just take a break today. I don't, I don't know. I still have to watch NXT tonight, you know, Tuesday night debuting. Maybe I'll, I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, if you struggled through this podcast, if you got into this point, I greatly appreciate you very much. So, um, yeah, man. Um, you know, go soundcloud.com for slash grizzlyflg bandcamp.com uh, grizzlyflg.bandcamp.com uh, I released the tape this weekend, this past weekend called uh, Grizzmania 2 um, I released the first one in 2019 that was Wrestlemania 35 um, that was just a three track EP if I'm not mistaken took a year off uh, released the Josie tape last year during Wrestlemania weekend, this year I decided to do Grizzmania 2 so, I mean, if you want to go check that out, uh, it's there, grizzlyflg.bandcamp.com for free download. You don't have to pay for it. Uh, SoundCloud.com for slash grizzlyflg is up there too, the stream, um, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um, next time, hopefully, I will bring you a better, exciting topic than uh, Monday Night Raw review. Um, yeah, man. It's a Grizzly FLG. Like I said, I appreciate each and every one of you that's listening to me. 
Um, you know, I, I, I greatly appreciate it. I'm almost 20 episodes in. Uh, I can't even imagine doing a 20 episode podcast, you know, like a couple years ago, even a year ago, you know, started this thing uh, around almost around this month last year. Um, like late later this month last year will be like my, my first anniversary. I had to get the exact date and do like a year anniversary um, podcast or something and have like a guest or somebody on there. Um, and do it like that you know it's almost been a year i've, I've been doing this ring talk podcast um i'm just i'm just grateful uh for uh the episodes i've done the, the guests that has been on the podcast people who supported me uh doing this podcast and uh that's what i do it for i just do it for you guys man i'm just forever grateful forever blessed um for the people who decide to tune in and listen to me ramble about wrestling and sports um, for almost an hour and some change. So I really appreciate you guys for tuning in, uh, one more time. I know I keep on saying that, but I, I just greatly appreciate you guys for just listening. You don't have to do that. Um, you take your time out of your day to just listen to like an hour of podcast from me. And I mean, I just greatly appreciate it. So in closing, man, everyone's different. Everyone's special. Uh, keep the peace. Um, you know, be kind to one another. Be respectful to one another. Um, all that good shit. So I'm signing out. I'll see you guys next podcast. Um, I don't know when exactly that'll be. Probably next week. Um, maybe even this weekend. Who knows? Um, yeah. I'll see you guys later. And peace.